You're listening to the Vital Goddess Podcast, where we explore an empowering and sexy reframe on midlife, menopause, and beyond. I'm your host, Diane Shepard, certified tantric and Taoist sexuality coach with a specialty in the Taoist jade egg practice. I offer a mind, body, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on Taoist and tantric practices to help you reclaim your pleasure, heal your relationship to your sensuality, tap into the life force power of your sexual energy so that you can embody the goddess you were born to be. Are you tired of feeling like you're being put out to pasture? I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. You see, from the Taoist perspective, midlife and menopause for women is called second spring. It's meant to be a rebirth, a sexual and spiritual rebirth, an initiation into the richest, most creative and sexiest chapter of a woman's life, if we choose it. And we have a lot more agency than we've been led to believe. You see, our sexual energy is not just about sex. It's the foundation of everything. Our mental and physical health, our creativity, our joy, our overall zest for life, passion, and vitality. I am so thrilled you're here. Welcome to the show. Well, hello, beautiful. Welcome back to the show. It's always such an honor to have you here. So if you've been here before, welcome back. And um, yeah, so happy to have you. And if you're brand new to the podcast, maybe you're brand new to my world, first time ever tuning in, I am celebrating you just for being here and really thrilled that you're here. I hope you find something here that's supportive, useful, maybe entertaining and maybe hopefully inspiring. If you listen to the intro, you know that my work is all about working with women, who really want to do the healing work of embodying their sensuality, reclaiming their pleasure, and really embodying the goddess energy or the sacred feminine energy, divine feminine energy that is rightfully ours and not just exclusive to women. Um, My work is based on women because of the practices, the specific practices, the physical practices, the yoga that I that I teach and share, you know, pertains to the female body. However, this feminine energy is rising in all of us. So yeah, this is all about supporting that and doing my little piece of um, my contribution to this this revolution, this evolution revolution that's happening as we as I speak. So um, yeah, if that's something that interests you. Um, Yeah, hopefully you'll find something here that's super supportive. All right. So in today's episode, I want to dive into self-love, right? How do we go deeper on that journey? And it is a lifelong journey. You know, we are all healing (laughs) and we are all, you know, having the opportunity right now to go deeper in to really creating um, a more harmonious, loving compassionate, sexy, I would say, I want to add sexy to that relationship with ourselves. And how do we do that? How do we love ourselves? You say, love myself first. How do I love myself in a more deeper, fuller way? So I want to offer here um, some 
like tantric perspectives on this. This is how I approach this topic in my work. I know there's many different ways that you can go about loving yourself more deeply, but I just wanted to share a little bit on how we work with it in my containers. And speaking of containers, before we dive into the content of the episode, I want to let you know that my waitlist is open for my fall program, The Vital Goddess Mastermind. And that also includes a VIP upgrade if you wanted to do private coaching with me. Those two work in cahoots together. So I like to think of having one of the best waitlists in town. So there's lots of benefit for being on the waitlist or even considering joining me in my paid containers. So I try to make it um, really packed with value for you. And you can find out more about that and get on that waitlist and really get all the goods with the link in my show notes. And I hope to meet you there and see you soon. I think it's going to be phenomenal. It's, it's really like a mini free membership when you're on my waitlist. I'm going to really deliver and give you massive benefit to um, actually being in the live container um, in starting in the fall, if that's something that you are, you know, ready for, interested in, ready to dive in. All right, so let's talk self-love. Wow. Well, I'm sure you are well aware of the conversation going on about the feminine rising, the divine feminine, the sacred feminine energy that's rising. So I guess I'll start there because it really is about creating this harmonious relationship within ourselves, harmonious and really juicy, in my opinion, relationship within ourselves um, between our own inner sacred feminine energy and our own sacred masculine energy. You see, it's so important to get that. I think a lot of folks get confused about this, that when they think sacred feminine energy, they right away just think women, yeah? Or sacred masculine, it's got to be about the man. So that's more like womanly and manly. That's not what this is about. This is like primordial energy, life force energy that goes back, 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 way before dominator cultures existed. Um, Things like the patriarchy and other things that just tried their best to ground out the sacred feminine, which really led to an overpolarization and abuse of this masculine energy that lives in all of us that's created a crazy imbalance in um, in humanity across the board, I believe, and a lot of suffering. And I've talked about this in previous episodes. And I really feel that the, um, the foundations of true self-love and therefore really cultivating loving relationships in all areas of our lives, especially with our lovers, comes from this inside job of really getting to know our sacred feminine energy, divine feminine energy, and it is completely unique to you, as unique as your fingerprint, right? We are all so unique, and our masculine energy, our divine masculine. And the qualities of those energies are going to be exclusive to you. There's so much nuance here. That's another thing so important to underscore. There's no one way to be feminine and no way to experience this energy that's just like, oh, this is the feminine or the masculine. You're going to have your own unique fingerprint on those energies. And here's the fun news is that you're going to have your own inner love affair going on. Once you start to really work with these energies, awaken these energies and do some healing work, of course, to have these energies harmonize, um, It's a very unique expression to you, and from my experience, leads to profound 
Ah, profound experiences of deep self-love, self-trust, and a deep sense of like calm and um, clarity in, in many cases, and just an overall more juiciness uh, of life, which I really believe leads to juiciness of the body if that's something you're interested in. So yes, there are physical practices that can, you know, obviously make us more juicy. I talked about this recently in the Jade Egg episode, but that, you know, all those movement practices that I talk about absolutely can physically create more juiciness, but we also want to create juiciness within and how we're treating ourselves. And I feel that this incredibly, let's say, toxic or dysfunctional relationship that we've maybe all adopted because of these crazy systems that came in and tried to really ground out or suppress, you know, the feminine that lives in all of us. Um, it just created such an imbalance on how we, you know, relate to our bodies, how we relate to each other, how we relate to the earth, obviously, with all the environmental devastation that we have. So um, not to go off on tangents, because I easily could with this topic. Can you tell? I mean, there's a, there's a lot here. And I don't want to oversimplify, but I also don't want to overwhelm. It's so important to understand that there's no one way to be feminine, no one way to be masculine. It really is our own unique journey of, you know, getting to know these energies, how they want to express through us, and really tuning into how we can really cultivate this epic love affair within. But what I find to be true after many years on this path of my own journey and also sharing this with other people is that there are practices that can tune us into our unique expression of sacred feminine energy and sacred masculine energy. And therein lies the fun and the magic. I think we need to cultivate both and we need to invite in this lover relationship, really reclaim the eros from within. And um, yeah, so that being said, that's why I, I like to say like the way I teach breathwork, for example, is a feminine spiritual practice. Does that mean it has to be all for women? No. <laughs> it's just steeped in feminine principle, which I'll unpack what I mean by that, where other practices in my life have been more in the masculine realm, masculine spiritual practice. This is like when I'm getting, you know, very quiet and still with myself and becoming the observer. So from my perspective, a feminine spiritual practice is a practice that invites us to open to life. It's about becoming the vessel of life, of having life move through us. Now, what do I mean by life? This means our whole human experience, allowing our emotions to flow and move through us, allowing our intuition to flow and inform us, you know, and our, our emotions carry wisdom as well. How do we tap into that wisdom? It's by letting these emotions move through us, let them have some life, some juice, right? It's about allowing, creating the safety, enough safety to have pleasure. Really, the exploration, the inquiry here is how, how does pleasure move through me, through the vessel of my body? And this is why I consider sensual pleasure to be um, a direct line into our sacred feminine. Pleasure is a big part of this when we talk about the sacred feminine, regardless of gender. So... Um, Again, what I mean by that is when we open to the beauty 
of the moment in our senses, our sensuality, our senses, then we have access to this energy of what what I'm calling the sacred feminine. And this is tricky to explain in language, but I think you understand what I'm saying. A real life example is like, say you're um, out for a walk and you're just noticing how beautiful the countryside is and you're allowing yourself to just take that in and let it move you. Right? To me, that would be more like a feminine practice that you're doing. Or if you're just inhaling the aroma of, um, say, the apple trees are blossoming and you're just like really with it, you're just there, you're taking that in, that aroma, really drinking it into your brain, so to speak. That to me is a feminine practice. You're activating your sacred divine feminine energy when you are doing that. Like and that this is like your 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 body already remembers how to do this. And this is something all humans can do, right? If we go into say the um, the sense of taste, of course, tasting when you're tasting amazing food and you're really taking it in, the pleasure of the food, again, pleasure being a portal, you're connecting with your own unique expression of sacred feminine energy. When you're listening to an exquisite piece of music or maybe the bird song or the waves crashing on the beach um, or a waterfall uh, or the crackling fire as you're sitting near your fireplace, listening and feeling and really taking that in, not just observing, like, oh, I hear this, naming it. It's more about being moved by the beauty of it. To me, that's the feminine, because we're talking about beauty as a spiritual principle here. It's a very Venusian take on things, right? Venusian being of the goddess Venus in all of her different, many multicultural expressions, the goddess of love, beauty, alchemy is a big part of this divine feminine energy from from my perspective. And it's the part of the divine feminine that's been really, um, really dissed and kicked to the curb. I'm sure you've noticed where it's a very scary place for people um, because of the vulnerability that uh, to soften enough to allow that pleasure to run through us, it has not felt safe. So hence, there's a lot of work to do here to create our own safety. So when we can open, again, um, to the pleasure of life, I guess to keep it super simple, then you are, you're getting that direct experience of the divine feminine. And perhaps this is one of the reasons why this was so demonized and so driven underground, these arts and practices to access this divine energy were so driven strongly underground. You could say just in the Druid cultures, Celtic cultures, for example, um, there's all this, all these teachings of, of pleasure and sensuality and sacred sexuality and sex magic had to be completely driven underground because there was absolute, you know, genocide taking these practitioners out, not just women, but men as well. So there could be a lot of ancestral fear that rises up and it's been so normalized in, you know, demonizing our sensuality. But I really feel like so many of us are really ready <laughs> to reclaim it as a as legit spiritual practice, as I've said in previous episodes. So again, the sacred feminine energy that wants to flow, that's why I think the word flow is so connected to the sacred feminine, wants to flow through us, wants to bring us life, pleasure, vitality, inspiration, intuition, um, and even spiritual insights that come from that, You're connecting to your inner goddess when you do that, right? I think another really important thing to underscore here is the importance of emotional 
range and really giving ourselves permission, because it really has to come from us, our own permission from, say, our own inner masculine, we'll talk about that more in a moment, uh, to feel, to feel what we feel, to honor our feelings, to allow them to flow through us so that we can access their wisdom. You see, our emotions are a gift. And if we are coming from an over-polarized um, masculine place in ourselves and judging our emotions, stuffing our emotions, repressing, suppressing, which wreaks all kinds of havoc in our bodies and in our lives, we are not only causing a lot of stagnation energetically, we're also cutting ourselves off from some of our deepest feminine wisdom which can be accessed through some of the the harder emotions, you know, like things like rage and anger, um, feelings of, you know, deep grief. And all of those can be worked with in a very empowering way if we create, you know, the safety for ourselves, a container for ourselves to simply feel what we feel and let these emotions run through us. And that's where our sacred masculine comes in because we want to have that deep connection to our inner warrior, our inner masculine that can think, you know, really logically, make a plan, create the container, get it on the schedule. I know you're well acquainted with that part of you and so am I because it's been really conditioned into us to activate it a lot and work from that place um, to the point of overkill. (laughs) However, it's a part of us that we don't want to throw out, right? We want to really harness the power of this inner masculine lover. The one way I like to work with it is um, that, again, it's this inner love affair that I have this beautiful, you know, goddess energy, and I have a real clear archetypal feel of who she is, you know, how she feels in my body energetically. I even have a visual of what she looks like. And also for my inner masculine, right? Getting a visual of Ooh, who is my inner masculine? What does he like look like in my mind's eye? What are his characteristics? What are his strengths? You know, what are his superpowers, if you will? And really starting to, instead of just giving that energy out to the world all of the time, can you start to redirect his focus toward your inner goddess, your inner Venus? One of um, my favorite astrologers who I followed for years, Caroline W. Casey, she, uh, one of the quotes she says about so many great stuff about Venus, quotes about Venus, but she says, when Venus is absent, Mars runs rampant. And I think that is, wow, That there's a lot there. When our own Venus is slumbering, you know, not activated, not alive in our lives, our Mars runs rampant and runs us into the ground. You know, we're talking very internal here, internal relationship. So if he doesn't have a goddess to serve, he's just maybe spilling his seed all over the place. (laughs) And um, yeah, that's kind of how I was until I understood, you know, how to really activate my own inner sacred feminine. My sacred masculine was, you know, just go, 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 hamster wheel, all the things you hear so many women complaining about, right? And um, so many of our chief complaints about our lovers can be reflected in that Well, our inner relationship, how is our inner masculine? And this could be kind of um, really triggering at first. So I just want a trigger warning here. But how is our inner masculine treating our inner feminine? And are we willing to look at that? Are we willing to cultivate uh, a, a more loving relationship, a deeper love affair of Eros there? So that's my invitation to you to just let that sit 
and play with that a bit. Um, instead of like directing your energy out, maybe looking in like, wow, yeah, my inner masculine, this is how he feels. This is how he does things. This is how he gets shit done. How is he devoted to my inner goddess? Is he holding space? Is he creating the container that she needs? Is, is my inner masculine judging, suppressing, silencing her emotions? Is he giving her permission and space, you know, for pleasure? Because I really do feel like it's this inner dynamic. It's not about getting permission from the outside. I mean, part of my job as a coach is to help create that container. But ultimately, what I see in my clients that I get really excited about was is when they start really creating their own safety, becoming their own sentinel for safety so that they can explore their feminine, they can explore their sensuality, and that uh, they become less afraid of feeling their full emotional range because they have, they know they've got themselves. I've got you, right? This this warrior that's like, I'm here, I've got your back. So obviously it's not an overnight thing. This is an ongoing exploration. So, um, but I see it all the time and, and the women I work with, it's so cool to see um, these energies come into play. I see it in my free breathwork membership and I see it in my paid containers as well. And when women really give themselves that safety and permission, wow, their radiance turns right on. They remember. So cultivating the feminine and probably the masculine too, it's really, it's really about remembering it's all right there. You know, it's just, again, giving yourself the space to explore it. All right. I hope that's helpful. I hope that's useful. And I will catch you next time. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show, I have a free offer that I think you're going to absolutely love. It's called Shakti Core breathwork journeys this is a free membership and when you sign up you'll get instant access to a whole bunch of content on how to really use the power of your breath to get a deeper embodiment of your sacred feminine energy so this is definitely a feminine spiritual practice so i have a whole bunch of content for you when you join you can learn all about the breath and how i use it in my work to really support women in opening to more pleasure, right? Really um, coming into a space of being able to receive more pleasure, a deeper connection to sensuality, and um, how to really open and express more of your own unique beauty, your unique radiance, your light, and get a deeper connection on how to use the breath to connect more deeply to your desires, your passion, and the full range of your emotional palette, and also your unique expression of love. So if that speaks to you, I would absolutely love to see you in there. I'm stoked to share the content with you. But even more than that, I'm really excited to guide you on live breathwork journeys, which will be happening twice a month in that space. So the link is in the show notes to sign up. I hope to see you there. And if you have a woman or women in your life that you know would benefit from what I'm sharing here on the show, please, sharing is caring. So pass it on. I would so appreciate that. All right. That's all for now. I'll catch you next time. Take care.